What's up, everybody? Welcome to the 46th episode of the Cheesy Controller Podcast. I'm your host, Anton LaPlatt. With me, as always, is Chris Montabano. What's up? Jalen Roberts. Hey. <laughs> and Madrid Devon. Nerf this. All right, we got a jam-packed show for you guys this week. Uh, the pre-E3 news is coming in like an avalanche. We're going to be talking about Mega Man 11. We're going to be talking about Killer 7. We're going to be talking about Fallout 76. We're going to talk about Lunestra coming to Monster Hunter. And we're going to talk about Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Pokemon Let's Go Eevee. Okay. Put them thighs in Smash. Just do it. You already put Bayonetta. This is we're gonna do this for the this episode and next episode, just so we have that good karma coming towards to be ending up in Smash. So this week is jam packed with news. Like I yesterday I thought there couldn't be more stories and then there were like more stories by eight thirty this morning. So and then by noon, more news came out. Yeah, it pre E three is happening around us. But wait, there's more. It's nothing but that. So yesterday, Mega Man Eleven got a release date of October second, and they announced the Amiibo edition of Mega Man Eleven, exclusive to GameStop. Yeah, yeah. You already pre-ordered. Have you yeah, already pre-ordered it? I pre-ordered it because I just used my GameStop card and was like, okay, hold this down. So I have my Dark Souls Amiibo pre-order locked down at GameStop, and I have my Mega Man 11 Amiibo pre-order locked in, too. So. I might get that just because it's Mega Man. Yeah. I oh, mean, I have Mega and, Man 1 through I mean, 10 on Switch and now. And Amiibo actually looks really dope. I would because the game kind of looks good. Yeah. Like, it looks like a Mega Man-ass Mega Man game. It's not the mighty A good Mega Man Mega Man. See, that's a Mega Man as Mega Man game that's just not good. True. Remotely. Remotely. So like there's just two facets. opposites. Yeah. Exactly. The you have really? a spectrum of bad, Mighty Number no. Nine, and potentially the spectrum of good, Mega Man Eleven. I tried playing that game for five minutes. It didn't last. That's all. Five minutes. That was five it? minutes. I couldn't even. Remember. I've played more of that in the Legacy Collection on Switch than you have of Mighty Number no. Nine, and I got the Legacy Collection yesterday. Damn. Yeah, but, but that those are the good Mega games. Yeah. And so they had this functionality because, well, it was in the 3DS and the Wii U versions <laughs> of uh, the Mega Man Legacy Collection. But if you have the Mega Man Amiibo, it unlocks challenges. One of the challenges, the one that I spent the most time playing in L- Legacy Collection 1 and 2 on Switch, has been the one designed by Colin Moriarty. Formerly of Kind of Funny. Moriarty's Test. It's hard, but it's fun, and it's really good. Because he got his start in the industry writing Mega Man strategy guides online. So, Huh, nice. I respect that. So he knows his Wait, Mega Man. Do you know the challenge? What do you mean? Uh, it's, it's a, a challenge. Level. It's a level oh. that he designed. And so... Actually, since we're talking about Mega Man, did we get a... Once... Is the X Collection out yet? No, X Collection is July. Okay, cool. That's it fair. may be June. Wait. Okay, cool. But yeah, that's not that. That's far I enough away. I can get stuff done, get some time set, so I can play Mega Man X Three. Get your Switch. Play it on your Switch. It's great. You'll have the Amiibo support. Do you have the Mega Man Amiibo? No. Okay. Well, I have the Mega Man Amiibo, and I'm about to have another one come October. Alright, so that's about it for Mega Man. Another game that came out yesterday was Ikaruga on Switch, which is a Japanese shoot-em-up game that was released on the Sega Saturn exclusively in Japan and then later came to the U.S. on GameCube and then Xbox 360. And it is a ridiculously good shoot-em-up. So my first platinum trophy ever was Rezogun, and I really liked the arcadiness and the fact that it was just, it was ridiculously hard, but like everything you did 
felt like pure skill was like oozing out of your eyes while you played. So, Ikaruga on Switch, not only is it a ridiculously good shoot 'em up Japanese arcade game, but also it is one of the only Switch game that I have that supports vertical orientation of your Switch. So you can play it like the arcade cabinet. Okay. All right. It's dope. It's dope. It's really fucking hard, though. Like, you have to change polarity. So it has black and white. And white, you can... You're not affected by white bullets. And you do more damage to black enemies. And then if you're black, you do take no damage from black bullets. But do more damage to white enemies. It's not racist. No, I'm thinking more about seizure warning. Right. Switching yeah. back and forth. Well, it's you're not like flickering back and forth. It's you like flip your ship. Okay. Oh, okay. So you do like a barrel roll <laughs> okay, and then so you're it's the different you color. that's flipping and not the not the whole not the screen. Yeah, just that's cool. Okay, cool. Just your ship. Okay. Like everything on screen is constantly trying to blow you up with the constant barrage of bullets, but I, it was not seizurey. Because all I could imagine was, like, Galaga with, like, black and white screens flashing everything. Have you played the mobile game Phoenix? I know you've played, like... Yes. Okay, so it's that. Okay. But harder. Cool. And re- apparently one of the best ones ever made of that genre. All right. Had to get that beer in. All right. So, just real quick, throwing this out. Got my golden gun in Overwatch, which is the golden hammer for Reinhardt. And I've just been flexing with it. It's great. Nice. Congratulations. Oh. Congratulations. <clears throat> the hammer's down. Oh, yeah. The golden bitch. Oh, whatever. <laughs> Swinging and banging. Swing. <laughs> you know, the gold packs, I feel Okay. So, anybody else? Anything Overwatch? Madrid, you played any? I played some Overwatch. Uh... Yesterday, me and Jawan were in a match, and these two dudes, one person's name was, his name was Doomfist Daddy. So, you know, obviously, Smurf account. This dude's up here camping the other team's spawn, just chilling over there. We're like, yo, bro, what the fuck? Like, we kind of need you on the objective. And, you know, of course, we lost. <sighs> just some good old toxic overwatch. You know, I'm just happy my girl's meta, Farah's meta again. Like, as long as I can get some form of healing, I can have a good time with her. Bro, as All much as I love Farah, I fucking hate her right now. <laughs> oh, yeah, she's really <laughs> the worst to play her. against this season. It's, and our comp, like, she... We don't have anything to hard counter her in our current comp. So, it's like somebody has to get <clears throat> off of something good. Like, if our DPS is Hanzo, mm-hmm. we have to get him off Hanzo and on the Soldier or McCree. And it's just, he's... He's still viable, but it's just... Hanzo is slick, like, the one most problematic hero for me right now. Hanzo? Yeah. Yeah, but if you got one fair up there going for your team, and it's like, damn, now you have to focus that Farah, and then all that DPS you can just lay out on their tanks and shit just gets cut in half. Yeah. Yeah. I'm usually the Farah. Yeah, but we're not running the Farah, so it's like, fuck. <laughs> and then I could play fair. I could play soldier. But then I gotta switch off Moira and Diva. Or Lucio. And I've been insane with them lately. You know, yeah. I don't wanna flex, but you know. Yeah, Luce, the Lucio <laughs> game has changed ever since I put his uh jump button to left trigger. Oh yeah. Lucio with these new buffs is great. It's it's the wall riding for days. Wall ride for weeks. <laughs> All right, so staying on shooters, PUBG developer Blue Hole Games, which is now PUBG Corp, like they've split off and made a sub company that's PUBG Corp, is suing Epic for Fortnite uh, intellectual property infringement. So PUBG, like PUBG, came out was a phenomenon, and then. Fortnite went and gave it a distinct art style that became incredibly popular. And it's a more polished game. I mean, this is <clears> these <throat> are things that everybody's saying. Like, and it's just, just dropping content significantly faster. So much content. Yeah, and it's available on multi-platforms. And it's yep. free. And you can't be free. Fucking 99. free. Like, kids love that shit. 
Right. Exactly. They're making the microtransaction money. It's the it's the web browser shooters that we used to play. I'm thinking of it like Halo installed on all the school computers. Or GBA emulators people would keep on flash drives. I'm thinking more of those like weird shoes (laughs) that were on like new grounds and nonsense. Oh yeah. Yeah. Fun. But this is online and very well polished. Shit. You've made me think Cartoon With a Network huge games. Huge stream behind <laughs> it. Uh, Cartoon, Cartoon Network games. Yo, Cartoon Network games. The kid, all the kids. Wait, wait, wait! Games. Don't sleep on kids. WB games. The Shaolin Showdown. Oh game yeah, that had oh, the yeah. Teen Titans fighting game, yep. which was as good yep. as Street Fighter that for no reason. So the dope. Teen Titans fighting game was also on Cartoon Network. Yeah, yeah. That's well, no, it was it. a different. It was a different one. Yeah. Was no, it? no, they got the expansion version where they added new characters. Disney used to have really good games. But, I mean, their mobile games are nothing to sleep on right now. They have... uh, Unless it's it's a Star Wars one, then it's a cash grab. Thank you, EA. No, I'm talking about, like, Disney Channel. No, not Disney Channel. I'm thinking Cartoon Network. Cartoon Network's mobile games... Oh, no. All the Steven Universe games are good. God tier right now. As fact, like, Save the Light is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Shit, I was even thinking about getting that OKKO game. It looked pretty fine. The one that's really good that I'm playing right now is just, like, every Cartoon Network character. It's called Cartoon Network Match, and it's it's a puzzle. It's a match-three puzzle game where you build a team and you fight, like, NPCs. But it's my team right now is Jake, Steven, and one of the bears from We Bear Bears. And Steven! And they have, like deep they have steven universe deep cut characters that i can see like i haven't put any money into the game because i'm like barely playing it but when that time comes no i don't think (laughs) we got okay Okay. we got other stuff we got other stuff i feel that we're the week before e3 earlier this week like soon after we recorded last week something amazing happened in the realm of jalen they announced a Killer 7 re-release. Oh on yeah, Steam. my body is ready. So, <laughs> for those who don't know, uh Killer 7 is a quirky little shooter game that was on that was on the GameCube as part of the Capcom 5, I believe, which were five games that were supposed to be exclusive for the GameCube. None of that happened. The only two that came out were Killer 7 and Resident Evil 4. Which, as we know, is on everything. But Killer7 is made by Suda51. Suda51 makes weird games. He made Shadows of the Dam and Lollipop Chainsaw. So it makes really weird shit. Yep. <laughs> and so basically you're playing as an assassin who is seven different people at the one time. And each of them has different abilities. Yo, I remember the... Was he like the lucha, the luchador with grenade launchers or something? Yep. Bro, like, just what the fuck? What the fuck type of characters are these? Suda51. <laughs> <laughs> just. He is one of those, <clears throat> he's one of those people you, you remember their name for, because he does stuff. And the fact that I'm going to be able to easily play Killer7 again, I'm about this. That's hype. Yeah. All right, so that's just making me think Platinum needs to come during E3 and just be like, yo, one of our old games is back. Like, that's just one of those things. I'm feeling wonderful 101. Yeah, that might happen, but at the same time, like, around the time they did all the Bayonetta stuff, they also did Bayonetta and Vanquish on Steam. So it may not be a Nintendo thing. Like, a legit, like, any good Platinum game, bring it back. I don't care. Konami could cash grab Metal Gear Rising Revengeance remastered. But are they smart <laughs> enough to do that? I mean, they cash grabbed. They were smart enough to cash grab a launch title on the Switch. Which was. Bomberman R. Uh, oh. I forgot they had that license. Yeah. Oh. I still forgot Bomberman existed, honestly. Well, I mean, nobody who bought a Switch on day one forgot that. Because you had Zelda, Bomberman. Bomberman for Smash. And Shovel Knight. With Bomberman R good. I mean, it's just straight up Bomberman. Like, 
like Bomberman 64. That's, I think that's the last time I played a Bomberman game. I guess. No, I've never played Bomberman I 64, think... but like every <laughs> Bomberman game I've ever played has pretty much been the same shit. I think I played a bomb. The Bomber game I played was on one of those GameCube arcade classic disc where it's like 90 games on a single disc. Yeah, I could see it being like Bomberman is just. I've played Bomberman on like somebody's PC that had a bunch of like jack weird like cracked versions of games that like weren't PC games, but somehow they had them on PC. It was like one of those desktops. Like this is back in Windows 95 days. And their desktop is just full of icons <clears throat> of just like the most miscellaneous shit. Aesthetic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bring back that Windows 95 aesthetic. Yeah. Just a fat ass computer. Yeah. Speaking of fat ass computers... Uh, Bethesda. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I thought we were talking about TV for Smash again. Oh, man. That's a thick computer. That's a, yo, she's an Android. I'm an Android. All right. So Bethesda <laughs> had a... Okay. So basically, you got on Twitch at about eh, 11 a.m. this morning. Yesterday Georgia morning. Time. Basically, you got to watch an out-of-focus camera on basically the old style please wait tv broadcast picture yeah until crap what's his name todd it basically was... the guy who always does the bethesda press conference pete hines huh it wasn't pete hines todd howard i don't think is bethesda but i could be completely off base right now but like the only todd i can think of think anyways the Anyways, the guy who always does the press conferences as Bethesda. He finally comes in, camera focus, he's like, thanks for watching uh, Out of Focus Camera for X amount of time. It was like, like a lot of people 18 watching. hours, and it was like over 10,000 people constantly in eight, like nonstop for 18 hours. Like people would come in and out of the shot. People would like, they were responding to Reddit, like. People were on Reddit telling them to like bobble the head of the bobblehead that was on the table, and they came in, bobbled it, and said, "This one's for you." And had the Reddit user like they had people just like come in and drink coffee, and then I had to like stop watching it because I just kind of had it going, but I left. And when I came back, the bobblehead was on its side, the lights were off, and it looked like something was on top of the bobblehead, like on its side, like somebody put a glove or something because they were doing a little puppet show. Of the Vault Boy, for part of it, That's like a hand weird. just came up. <laughs> that sounds really fucking weird. Yeah, it, it was. I saw like a not the Devolver stream, weird, but like but weird. It was Devolver pretty weird. weird is dope. I need I need more Devolver weird. Yeah. What does that consist of? Devolver you didn't watch weird. the Devolver E3 press conference? No, Devolver watch is it. fucking watch dope. it. They're it's having another one this E3. year. Yeah. Yeah. That's what Devolver is. They're pretty much trying to be like a higher tier. They're trying to be like an adult version of adults with games. They made uh, Hotline Miami, which is hard. And I mean hard. But oh, it's good and the soundtrack is amazing. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'll watch their conference. That, that conference is a masterpiece. I hope this conference is just as good. I mean, it could be better because now <laughs> they can really say a lot of their old games are coming to Switch. And True. that's... Yeah. You know that's what Switch owners want, just yeah. ported games. Wait, I'm saying this right now. Devolver's going to beat someone over the head with a Switch every time they announce one of their games is coming to Switch. They're just going to smack somebody with it. Break a Switch over somebody's head every announcement? Yep. Be like, Hotline Miami's coming to Switch. Breaks a Switch over someone's head. What a, They've made Downwell. They've done a lot of really Ruiner. good stuff. Mother Russia Bleeds. Like... <laughs> Is Wait. Russian Street Dogs them? Might be. I wouldn't be surprised. And they, so I want to drink a lot of vodka. Well, that's just too like Mother Russia bleeds is like an extremely uh, violently Russian. It, as much as the developer as they are a publisher at this point. Yeah. Like they they are they a publisher. Ruiner. Yeah, they've published other. They've they have a style. They have an aesthetic. 
and all their games fit that aesthetic. And that aesthetic is called Hotline Miami. It's like pixel violent. With an amazing synth synth pop soundtrack. It's Oh yeah. That soundtrack is glorious. The fact that Devolver puts out soundtracks for their games. They also did they published Space Plan on <laughs> iOS and Steam. Didn't they uh also and, do like Headlander or something? Yeah, they published Headlander. Or Headlander? wait, no. <laughs> Headlander might have been Adult Swim games, now that I think. Those are Adult okay. Swim. I remember that one. But basically the whole <clears throat> Bethesda thing, back on topic, was to announce Fallout seventy six. Which is a rumor has it it's going to be a Rust clone. And Rust, for those you don't know, is it plays like the survival games that we all know, like DayZ and yeah. Ark, except it's more about flying, running around and murdering people. And you can also make your own maps and stuff. So people will have like race maps, PvP maps, you know. It's the playground of survival games, it looks like. It's going to be like a MMO-like? Yeah, they're saying it's supposed to be an MMO. Yeah, that's a rumor. But they say like it's changing daily, so who knows what is like the final shape of this game is going to be? But it seems interesting. The concept's dope. Yeah, I mean, honestly, truly, we know nothing about it. We just know that it has a title. Oh, they, sure. this is going to be super. It's supposed to be like super early on, like the like twenty years oh, yeah. after like the nuclear fallout. Yeah, so this is going to be the earliest we've been in the fallout. Even happened. Okay, and a, okay. So, and we're in West Virginia this time. Wow. West Philadelphia, born and raised. But not as cool. But, uh, yeah, new <laughs> Fallout game. I hope it brings back the RPG elements that they took out with Fallout 4. They might not. I mean, it's, well, it's an MMO, so they might add more. Yeah. Please. They took, I want to be evil again. But they're going to, they're stressing base building, so... I don't know if you like that from Fallout 4, but... See, that's what makes me think it's going to be more like Rust than anything. Right. Okay, so... Another tease from yesterday, because yesterday was just full of, like, non-stop teases and announcements. Uh, another tease that happened yet or yesterday is the Anthem Twitter account activated. The Anthem Twitter account tweeted for the first time since last E3. I mean, it's kind of like surprised that Anthem was gonna be at E3. Like, I mean, EA doesn't have much else. Exactly, yeah. and also Bioware needs a big hit. Mm-hmm. Like, mean, I'm happy the Old Republic is still kicking, still chugging along nicely. We'll see. Disney's gonna be like, hey. <laughs> nah, I think the old republic is the old republic is gonna keep chugging along. We'll see. I mean, we are like halfway through a decades long deal, and so far they've only managed to produce two cash grab multiplayer games. One which almost legally changed the definition. No, legally it changed did, the definition it, of microtransactions. Literally changed the in certain law. contexts, and a bunch of cash grab mobile games. It's not like I want my Knights of the Old Republic. I feel like you feel very like passionately about this. Huh? I feel like you feel very passionate about I mean, it's oh, Star I'm, oh, Wars. Oh, no. If I was any saltier, <laughs> if I was any saltier about what EA has done to Star Wars games, I'd actually be salt. He'd dry up the ocean. I feel that. Yo, that salt is well-deserved. Did you see Solo? Speaking Not of ca- yet. Speaking of cash grabs. No? Not yet, but... I mean, if Solo is entertaining, it's gonna be fine. I just really wish... It's like, the thing about Star Wars is that the fan base has moved past the original trilogy, but the people <laughs> making it have it. Like, that's just really all. Like, every yeah. Star Wars fan is really hoping for an Old Republic movie. That's what everybody wants. Because that was the height of everything. Mandalorians or bounty hunters were running around. The Empire was a thing. The Republic is a thing. You have Jedi and Sith just running around doing just stuff. fucking shit up. Oh, my God. Like, that's... That's what we all want. Basically, a movie version of the Old Republic MMO. Just true. I'd want the hell out of that. Exactly. But, you know. That's what the people want. No more whiny Skywalker. Ah, this is like so before Skywalker. I know. Like, this is like a thousand BBY at minimum. 
And for those who don't know, the Battle of Yavin 4, or the Death Star run in Episode 4, is is where the timeline starts. Of Solo? I didn't know that. No, Star Wars in general. Like, everything in Star Wars either happens X amount of years before the Battle of Yavin 4, or X amount of years afterwards. Oh, yeah. And it also makes the timeline make sense for, like, people who don't pay attention to it like I do. Yeah. Just like, hey, remember the Death Star run? Yeah, this happened 30 years after it. Or a thousand years before, or whatever. Speaking of Star Wars, Solo isn't terrible. Oh, you saw it? I did see Solo. And it's kind of funny. It, they stayed funny. <laughs> it's an entertaining movie. It's an entertaining movie. You don't take it serious at all. You're just watching Solo break as a human being. Which is, you know, how he, you get to see how he got to when you see him at four. And he definitely shot first. <laughs> <laughs> just so, any question in your mind, he shot first. I mean, we all knew he shot we first. We all knew he shot first. They confirmed it. We all knew he shot first. Speaking of something we all know, Xbox really needs games. And Crackdown 3 pre-orders are co- currently being canceled with rumors of a further delay. <laughs> which... I mean, wasn't it delayed? Wasn't it supposed to come out in like 2016? 2015. Oh, my bad. 2015. It had more delays than Persona 5. I was about to say, is this Kingdom Hearts 3? And, of course, <laughs> right. Xbox people are all over, like, oh, well, The Last Guardian took 10 years in PlayStation, but in the time that it took for us to get The Last Guardian, we got... We got War Uncharted games. The Last yeah, no, of Us. God of War games at this point. Well, what? six God of War? You count, like, all the spinoff God of Wars and stuff? Well, then it'd be, like... So, yeah, Xbox people are just, like, all over. <laughs> there are eight God of War games. Damn. Same I right. mean, they got PUBG. I mean... <laughs> and we have... Fortnite. We have Fortnite, and we also have... H1Z1. H1Z1, which is and not on. not good. Don't play that. Don't play h I keep seeing people play it on my friends list. H1Z1? I might, I might download it, but... No. I mean... I'm playing sure. Kingdom Hearts 2, so... Do that. On Proud? Always do that. Do that. Wait. You feel me? You got Critical on? No. <sighs> Missing out. That sounds hard. I, like... See, Proud was kicking my ass for a while, but, like, now that I'm getting, <laughs> no, like, see, the, the stats and shit I need... No, see, the thing about Critical takes out... It changes how the uh, actual attack uh, things work, so you can chain stuff better. Oh. It's skill mode. Like oh, so fight, it makes it fight easier? Oh, well, well it's, better. It, it raises the skill cap on fighting. That's why it's like you slick should just spray on critical at like all times. Okay. Just for like the way the fight mechanics are. It's well, I can't change it now, and I'm not gonna start over. I mean, so. it's a Kingdom Hearts <laughs> game. You're not gonna start it. You could still be in the first town, and you're not gonna start over. That's why I'm cool. like, I want to get into Birth by Sleep because I have the 1.5, 2.5 collection. That's what I'm playing next. Birth by Sleep is good. Yeah, Birth is by Sleep Kingdom is my Hearts go-to Does it have Kingdom critical? Does yes. it have critical mode? Okay. And also, it's Slick has the best combat out of like, any of the Kingdom Hearts games, honestly. Really? Well, we'll see when yeah. 3. I need to play uh 0.2 because that's the Kingdom Hearts 3 engine. So I need to play that and see how that is because it's not that long. I need to play that and see how that is. Let's put it this way. Birth by Sleep is my favorite Kingdom Hearts game. I beat it in English and I beat it in Japanese. Damn. Well, shit. Noted. Most impressive. I have not beat a game in Japanese yet. I want to beat Pokemon Emerald in Japanese. Just because I know that game so well. Right. Like, I thought, you think you know, like, old Pokemon games until you start playing them again. It's like, oh, shit. See, the only thing you got to memorize is if yes is at the bottom or the top. That's all you got to memorize. Because that's all you ever say. Well, no. They'll give you, they'll be like, go give this to this person. (laughs) And then you're fucked. No, this is How where are you gonna do the riddles? if I were to if I were to go through a Pokemon game in Japanese, I'd go through Emerald because I still have the strategy guide for Emerald. Well, I mean, I it just doesn't count. 
Does it really? I, I mean, no. I use the first time. I'd use walkthroughs in FAQs for anything I didn't remember because it's pointless bashing your head against the game just for the sake of like, yeah, I beat it without any help. Yo, I've know. never used a strategy guide for Pokemon. I used silver, but I've had a bunch I mean, of. I would study them like them fuck at Walmart. That's really what it's for. It's yeah, more for like figuring out. Where to catch what Pokemon? Exactly. Yeah. I wouldn't. No, I'm not saying. I'm not shaming it. I wish I had it, but I would study the fuck out of those shits at Walmart for like that thirty minutes <laughs> to an hour, just being there. Like, yo, okay, this Pokemon's here. This one's there, and just commit that shit to memory. Take mm-hmm. your Game Boy with you. Turn the volume all the way down. I mean, for the times where that didn't happen. But yeah, but you also need to have them known for later, though. When you got to go back. Yeah. I need that new information and the old. Right. So, speaking of new information, Lunestra, the female version of Teostra, is coming to Monster Hunter World. And that is an update that will bring me back to that game. Yeah. It comes out tonight, right? G-Rank is going to be added, too, with Arch-Tempered. Wait, G-Rank is getting added? No, no, no. Pseudo-G-Rank. Oh. They're not calling it G rank. No, they just when they're... added another level of tempered on these mo- on these elder dragons. Holy and the shit. first one they're adding is our personal favorite, Kieran. Kieran, Look, you talk shit like Kieran you had a, a shitload of issues with Kieran. I no. still don't oh, think I no. beat Kieran. Oh no, Kieran, they're Kieran. Ninety five percent of that Kieran fight, if anything touched me, I would have died. I understand your pain. Like I, that thing is terrible. Yo, granted, we were all in the zone that match. Nobody died. Nobody died. Tempered Karen, no. zero cards. All zero cards. Yeah. Yo, there was, it was plenty of times time. I was like at one percent health, and there was just a, a fucking. Oh no! Uh, you, there was some if life you heard powder. Force con- It was ninety five percent screaming. Oh, I'm gonna die. Oh, I'm gonna die. Oh, I'm gonna die. Oh, I'm not dead. <laughs> Don't worry, I got you. You just you just hear that life powder snap. Oh. Respect. That's teamwork. Teamwork. It made the dream. Yeah. Oh, high rank. Like, like, taking advantage of his lightning attacks is like, oh, he's doing the beam move. Oh, I can drink. I can drink safely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here come the lightning cornrows. <laughs> and you just sit in between the parts and you just. Yep, just drink a potion. <laughs> and, and contemplate the decisions that led you here. Not a mega potion because by that time he will. You hit are you, already dead. He will hit you with the horns. Like, oh, okay. Oh, you're trying to drink a potion on me? Nah, what? fam. You thought? <laughs> How dare you? You trying to pick something up? <laughs> Don't try to pick anything up. But then all the Karen weapons are like tight looking too. That's the worst part. I and really need the Karen Greatsword. And I don't even play there's Greatsword. There's a fucking Karen. Oh yeah, there is a Karen Greatsword now that I think about it. All the Elder Dragon Greatswords are pretty fucking great. Yeah. That's like, all of those are on my wish list. I still like... need like two Teostra gems. <laughs> <laughs> And like six Johnny needs gems. a Teostra gem, and he I needs need to fight Teostra. I need multiple Teostra gems because I want that Teostra set. I need that, that Teostra set. I need that Teostra longsword. That shit looks. Fucking oh, I have phenomenal. the sword and shield. It's dope. It's dope. It's dope. I gotta get a longsword first, though. I feel that. You gotta get your main weapon. You, you know, get the you, you know me. I need to get that uh, Devil Joe greatsword. That thing's been taunting me lately. Who wants to hunt an angry pickle? I don't know. So we're hunting Lunestra tonight? It's out tonight? It comes out, I think it comes out at like 12. Mm-hmm. I may not do it with you guys tonight. Is uh, When does Cool Teroth leave? Because I haven't done that at all in the know. second round. Okay, Monster Hunt on Thursday. Yeah. Yeah? When I get home during the day. He ain't got shit to do. Chris is like, yeah, you know, I'm not about to play. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I'm not even that high rank yet. What are you talking about? <laughs> I did enjoy it that second time I played it, though. It was fun. We can, this real, can I be understand. your third time, and it can be every time you play Monster Hunter. It's just going to get better. That's true. So, it's like, oh, you thought you knew everything? Here's something else. And then they're adding stuff. Don't intimidate Chris. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you got to beat it like two times before you're out of the tutorial, so. Two times? Well, not you don't have to do everything twice. What we mean is you will see credits roll twice before <laughs> you're out of the tutorial. 
totally different shit. Some of the monsters repeat between low rank and high rank, but their high rank versions are like just show you why high rank is no hoe. Yeah, those attack patterns. And then you think you understand why high rank ain't no hoe. Then they throw an elder dragon at you. Mm-hmm. Then they, they temper that bitch. Then they multi- throw multiple elder dragons at you. Then they temper that bitch. And then they temper that bitch again. And then, and then, thanks to the new update, they're gonna temper it again. Yeah. I want to see this. I want to see what this monster's talking about, though. People, people are excited for. it. I mean, I see. Did you see someone trying to fight it? What the Have new you, elder dragon? Yeah. It no, was, I just, I've just seen clips. I, yeah, I missed yeah. the live stream. It looks dope. Okay. I mean, Teostra is cool. Teostra was just a fucking major roadblock. And this is the female, more aggressive version of Teostra. Right. Because it's got, like, fire blast and it like, hits you with a wing. So does she have a longsword? Hmm? Ooh. Do you want a blue longsword? I want her. Yeah. If she has a longsword, because the Rathalos greatsword I have is technically the Teostra greatsword. Because you need Teostra stuff. Like, basically nothing but Teostra stuff for the final step. And it's rarity 8. So, yeah, I want her greatsword. Hell yeah, I want her greatsword. So, speaking of hell yeah, wanting equipment, <laughs> Jalen. Oh, yeah, I hit 350 last night. Is that Max Light? No. Not even Is that close. Raid Ready? Not remotely. Raid, raid Ready? Not remotely. Raid, raid Ready is 370. Yeah. <laughs> 370. Escalation Protocol is 3. No, it's 380, and 380 is the cap, and the boss is like 390. What the fuck? Yeah. The grind in Destiny 2 is real. And they're making it less terrible by the day. Are they? Yeah, they made it so that heroic strikes will actually give you gear that will help you level every once in a while. Cool. Because it's like, unless you can do the raid and the nightfall consistently, you're not going to be able to level. Like, at all. Damn. True. I mean, the nightfall is disgustingly easy. It's only 270. So I can finally get the Red King? Yeah. Probably beat down like Well, you don't have that yet? I no, I had nobody either. to fucking beat you with. Yeah. I, I mean, like, we could beat the Nightfall in probably like 20 minutes. And also, they're removing the Exodus Black uh, strike from the game. Oh, thank God. They haven't done it yet, but they're about to. Not going to make me play Destiny 2, but... Yeah. This is too much shit. Yeah, I don't, I don't have that, like, urge to play it. Besides maybe PvP? I mean, I need a good... I need a shooter in my life. And this is doing the job. It's fun. There's stuff to do everywhere. I've been playing Overwatch. (laughs) So close to being back to gold. That's a different shooter. It's a different shooter, yes. Yeah, I kind of want... Like, it's the reason why I'm looking at Black Ops 4. Hoping that might be good. Because I need, like, that aim-down-the-sight shooter. Exactly. Black Ops 4 is going to scratch that itch. Where's the uh, Modern Warfare 2 remake coming in? We don't know. I don't think it's officially been announced. It's just campaign mode, though. It's like just campaign and probably like... They're not going to do that. No, it's not going to be multiplayer. Yeah, there's no multiplayer in that. They're dropping Black Ops 4. Black Ops 4 is all multiplayer. Modern Warfare 2 is no multiplayer. They should actually bundle that as one fucking game. Right. Since since one's not going to have the other. (laughs) Activision not charge you any more money. <laughs> I mean, if I don't get a multiplayer from Modern Warfare 2, which was my favorite multiplayer, yeah. don't charge me that. Black Ops is the best multiplayer, but Modern Warfare 2 is up there. Mm, to, to agree. Have you seen agree. the gameplay for Black Ops 4, though? Yes. That shit looks sick. It does. And it's going to have Battle Royale, so the whole PUBG Fortnite thing. Ooh. I mean... We're going to see yeah, how that goes. Really good shooting mechanics. Really good shooting. Polish shooting mechanics. I mean, I feel like Activision's like, try and sue us. We got money. I mean, check I the numbers, like... bitch. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> the thing about Bluehole is Bluehole, this isn't the first time they tried to sue someone who made a Battle Royale game. What else did they try to sue? Uh, one of those, like, a actual PUBG knockoff. They, like, they tried to trademark a frying pan, which, by the way, 95% of PUBG is just Unity stock assets. So it's like, how are you going to trademark a stock asset? 
that you got from a store that sells assets. They really need to chill. Yeah. Well, the, they need to chill, but they also just need to really focus on improving PUBG because it seems like they keep adding monetization and like skins to the game instead of like fixing it while Fortnite just gets better. Yeah, they added a fucking grocery cart to Fortnite. Yep. The things I've seen people do is ridiculous. No one's playing that game to shoot people anymore. They're just making ramps. Launching ideas. I feel like you add a purity to this game where you're just supposed to kill the fuck out of everybody. (laughs) You do that, but then also it's a giant (laughs) sandbox. As long as you don't die, it's just a sandbox. You're right. That allows you to build it. It's Minecraft with guns. Maybe the fan base ain't that bad. I mean, they're not the absolute worst. I mean, there's worse. They're still League of Legends. (laughs) (laughs) There's still people that. Fan base will always be the worst. PC Master Race. (laughs) (laughs) See, this is why. Right. How many beers we got left? In my opinion, not enough. There are three beers left. Who wants one? Never mind, there's two beers left. (laughs) Miscalculation. (laughs) There's one more beer in the fridge, so later when we take a break, we'll be Lucy. And actually, here you go, Chris. Are you sure? Yeah. What a good guy. Friendship. (laughs) Destiny's almost back. Like, whatever codename Comet is or whatever it's going to end up being, if they could just run the narrative through the game like they did with the Tekken King, Destiny will be fine. Wasn't that in the Walmart leak? Yeah, but the thing about Bungie, though, is they call their expansions <laughs> Comet every single time. Yeah, Comet is not their, the first time the we've seen that code name. name. So. I mean, I'm not looking forward to that one simply because it's not included in my bundle. Thus, I would have to shell out actual money for it. Yeah. And I'm not... I'm not, I'm fucking not. No, we'll let you know, because I'm going to get it just off the fact that it's going to be more Destiny. I We're going to have so many games by then. Yeah, but I mean, I feel like Destiny, like, warrants a space of its own sometimes. I mean, for me, the main reason why I play Destiny is because there isn't a good aim-down-the-sights shooter out right now. Like, Destiny's pretty much the best one, like... I don't like the traditional only boots on the ground, just me and my gun. I want to do crazy shit. I like the fact that I have Play point. Titanfall. I like grenades. Titanfall 2. Just saying. It's super cheap. I should cheap. probably take that it's off my... Super no, I good. It's sitting on my shelf. Yeah, play Titanfall 2. Play that campaign and you'll be like, oh yeah. And then that multiplayer? Oh yeah. Do people actually the still The Titans function like a hero shooter... So they're, like, hard counters to other Titans. And then on top of that, there's just, like, super high-quality, like, Call of Duty-style first-person shooter, like, with jetpacking and grappling hooks and all that. Like, Titanfall 2 is a great shooter. Super slept on by a lot of people. I mean, that was slept on by a lot of people because they decided to release it at the worst time you could pl- possibly release a boots-on-the-ground first-person shooter. True. They really could have released that game six months earlier? Six months earlier, two months later. Like, just not then. It, like, was, it was the week between, for people who don't remember that year, it's the week between Call of Duty and Battlefield Battle, 1. Yeah, Battlefield 1. So Call of Duty Ooh. Infinite Warfare. It, I believe it was Battlefield <laughs> 1. Cam- <laughs> That's all I heard. <laughs> Infinite Warfare. So, yeah, it was a week between Infinite Warfare and Battlefield 1 that they released Titanfall 2. And it just got, like, completely, like, ignored by a lot of people. But it was a really, really good game. Mm-hmm. And it had... The campaign is... And I know... I know a lot of people who have heard this before, but there's also they a lot of people have heard this before, but 
it's a Valve-like campaign. Okay. So imagine, like, a Portal or a Half-Life. <laughs> it's not, like, super long. So, like, people saying that made me think it would be longer than it was. It's not super long, but it is super good quality. I feel that. And, you know, Destiny's not half bad. It's fun. It's a good game. The thing about it, though, is, like, it's a good game that has a good grind. It just needs to, like, weave the narrative through it like they did with The Taken King. Because with The Taken King, everything you have done since the moment you stepped on Phobos for the first mission and from Oryx's dead, deceased body falling into Saturn was the story. So you had to beat the raid to finish the story. Yeah. But it was a fitting end. It was lit. To a great expansion. Best, that, as far as I'm concerned, that's the apex of Destiny. Mm-hmm. The Taken King? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Taken King was I saw, I saw a Destiny the best one, of times. Like, the full game, plus all the expansions on sale in Best Buy for $49. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Destiny 1? Because, I mean, nobody plays um, it anymore. You can... You can get that game at a pawn shop for like a dollar. Yeah, how the <laughs> fuck were they selling it for like fucking fifty dollars? Because oh, they heard a bunch of ner- a bunch of angry nerds going back to Destiny One since Destiny Two was. Not I mean, Curse of Osiris didn't do anything to help, but Warmind did, by a large margin. Like, I yeah, I feel that Warmind was a lot better. Yeah. They just, it's still not where it needs to be. It'll get there. Like, I hope so. I think it would. I hope. I hope their next expansion is literally another Take a King, because that was lit. Ooh, that was a raid. Okay. So speaking of things that we should have gotten, we're getting six new games for PlayStation Plus in the first week of June. Okay. So on PS4, you have XCOM 2 and Trials Fusion. On PS3, you have Zombie Driver HD and Ghost Recon Future Soldier. And then on Vita, you get Atomic Ninjas and a game called Squares. You know, I'm about getting XCOM 2 for free. I got XCOM 2 in a Humble Bundle a while ago. And, I mean, I paid $15 for the entire Humble Bundle and XCOM 2 was in it. So I feel like that was worth it. I will say, for those who don't know, it's a nigh-unforgiving real-time strategy game. And I mean unforgiving. Permadeath. If anybody's played Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle, it's that, but hardcore as shit. Yeah, it's hard. And they keep introducing new mechanics to force you to change your strategies. Oh, we have guys that are easily assassinated. Now we have guys you can't assassinate at all. What you gonna do? And apparently it adds one of the expansions as one of the best expansions in games. Because it adds a nemesis system to XCOM from Shadow of Mordor. For those who don't know, the nemesis system is basically when an NPC kills you, he remembers he killed you. Or if you kill him or injure him, he'll remember you killed or injured him. It was great because it created its own personal story in Shadow of Mordor. Like, one, I I nearly got him, but he ran off, came back. He's like, still with the injuries from when I laid hands on him, talking about, like, you thought you got me last time, but I'm getting you today. He didn't get me, though. He didn't get me, though. Did you get him? Oh, abs- Oh, I got that rune. I got that rune you get after you beat them. So, during all the confusion yesterday, we got announcements of not one, not two, not even three, what? but four, four. new what? Pokemon games all coming to the Nintendo Switch. We got Pokemon Ooh. Quest... Which I can't stop playing. Pokemon like Tumble Cube? It's, <laughs> I'm mad that I haven't gotten a Voltorb or an Electrode yet. Pokecraft? <laughs> if, if it was anything like Minecraft, I'd, like, I'd still be addicted to that. But this game, it's just... It's, it's, pretty, it's pretty cool. It's a cool game. It's fun. And I'm like 20-something Pokemon deep in it. I'm like five worlds deep in But the biggest announcement of last night was Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee. Let's go! And I have the leak up from April 1st that nobody believed was real. And I'm just going to read through this list 
and because this is a description of the game, basically verbatim. So they're going to be yellow remakes for Switch, two versions, Pikachu and Eevee. Red and blue play a role in the story, and your you and your rival are new trainers. Following Pokemon Return, HM still replaced with Pokerod from Alola. Online has a hub for players, which is the one thing we haven't seen yet, but considering everything else in this leak is 100% correct, I think it's going to happen. You said there was no online players, so... Well, you could trade, maybe. I don't know, we'll see. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. So Everything's just a we'll see situation yeah. with this. I mean, I feel like we're going to get more information next week during E3. E3! So, catching Pokemon works like in Pokemon Go, and there's going to be Pokemon Go integration. You're going to get rewards in-game and in Pokemon Go for linking the two together, including a never-before-seen Pokemon. That's one thing in the trailer that they teased, <coughs> is that... For linking Pokemon Let's Go and Pokemon Go, you're going to get a never-before-seen Pokemon. And it looks like just in Go. It didn't look like it was also coming to Let's Go. Um, there's going to be a new accessory that can be used with both Pokemon Go and the Let's Go games, which is the Pokeball, basically, is a Pokeball controller. And it looks dope, and I'm totally buying one. Um... And they said it was going to be announced soon, which it was less than two months later that the announcement came, and releasing this year. And we have a release date of November 16th of this year. You didn't mention the most important thing. Costumes for your Pikachu and for your Eevee. Well, this you is... You can give your Eevee a snapback True. and a track jacket. Most important thing. The most important thing. Well, that wasn't in the league. We still have our impressions to give. And I'm so excited for this game. I was originally. Yeah. Then I watched the trailer like two or three more times and listened to some more info. I was like, not I don't know. I'm not excited. Like, the the most heartbreaking part is, like, no wild Pokemon battles. Is literally Pokemon Go, like, it's Pokemon, Pokemon Go 2. This is Pokemon Go 2. And this is um, what we wanted with Pokemon Go. But this is what we wanted. Right. When I heard RPG. that there was a Pokemon game coming to the Switch, this is not what I wanted at all. It's Pokemon Go 2. And the thing about that is the amount of people that still play Pokemon Go, if you get all of them that don't own Switches to buy a Switch for the sequel to Pokemon Go, and then the last announcement was that we're getting a core Pokemon RPG next year. So the RPG that was talked about E3 last year is not Let's Go. Let's Go is a yellow remake that is to get people into Pokemon games and onto the Nintendo Switch for the Pokemon, core Pokemon release, which will be at the end of next year. It, but, I mean, it's still an RPG. Yeah. I mean, it's That's still... Cool, I mean, I pre-ordered it, but still. Already? I don't know if I'm going to pre-order it. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to pre-order it. I'm going Yeah. Amazon, 20% off. I mean, it looks cool. The Don't fact that you're fighting trainers, the fact that you have a couch co-op and you can like play with your friends catching Pokemon, that's cool. But at the same time, you kind of like gave us a remake of one that is our generation's like game. Yellow was like the one of the highlight of our like generation's Pokemon game and then stripped it away from like everything. Yeah. I mean, if they decided to make it you still get the trainer battles. You don't know if you get gems. That wasn't really confirmed inside the trailer. I think, no. well, but you like, see you a haunter in an environment that looks like the Lavender Lavender Town. Lavender? Because I can't talk. Right. Lavender Town Gym. They did confirm that it, it's, you're in Kanto again. And that's, but that's it. I feel like you stripped everything and you gave it another Pokemon Go. Yeah, I, I mean, that's what it is. They had to make it easier because... You know, obviously, yellow was hard as fuck. But does that mean at the same time, like, where's your level cap? Like, how am I going to level up my Pokemon? Do I, like, just battle people? Well, you can put them, you can transfer them to go, or you can put them in the Pokeball, and you can walk around with that. And that is probably going to be the same system, like, from Pokemon Go. Like, this is something for those fans of that game, and people who are just like me, who 
I just want a quality Pokemon game. I don't care if it's a spinoff. I don't care if it's a core game. Like the <clears> fact that I'm playing so much Pokemon Quest. I want quality Pokemon games on the Switch. They could give me another fucking Troze for all I care. Like, Wait, hold on. I guess. Troze is real good, though. Yeah, so I have a feeling Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee is also going to be real good. Yeah, but I feel like if this is your first like real hardcore Pokemon game you're dropping... You should have dropped something for not the Pokemon Go fans. Why not? Because all the regular Pokemon yeah, fans are going to buy it. Everybody's going to get this game. Yeah, Chris, I really don't see you skipping this Look, game. Look, they already showed you costumes for your Pokemon. That's enough right there. Your Pikachu mm. and your e- or your Eevee rides on either your shoulder you or your head. Have you seen how fucking adorable they look? The, it's really... It's Watch just, the trailer... Three more you times, can and you're like, the first yeah. season That's of the funny. Pokemon show. It's cute. How many? How many times have you watched the trailer? A lot. Not well. Each obviously. time I got way more mad. I was like, mm. Chris, you got to watch it three more. Then you'd be like, you know what? I can do this. I can. I don't know if I can do. It. I'll, if I can get it into my, I'll play one of y'all's versions, and I'm like, okay, maybe. But until I have it in my hand, me like physically playing the game, I'm not impressed. I have a feeling they'll put out a demo because they've been doing demos for the last few gens. Yeah. If anything, it's going to be decent. But the main thing is like that new Pokemon game coming out in 2019. Yeah, so the next gen of Pokemon is coming to Switch 2019. So that's exciting enough on its own that like Quest is going to hold me over until Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee and Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee is going to hold me. I could play through Yellow again. Yeah. I, if anything, this is just a social experiment to see what's going to work and what's not going to work for the next game. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. And I mean, it's also... So X and Y started on Switch and didn't improve, improve the dr- graphics much for the system. But then by the time we got Omega Ruby, Alpha Sapphire, and then Sun and Moon and Ultra Sun and Moon... By the time those games came around, the graphics were much better and much more suited to, to the system. So not only like these games look like up-res 3DS games, but it's the next games that come along are going to have an improved art style, going to have improved gameplay, improved systems. Like I don't see like I have no problem with this coming out. Especially if it means the core Pokemon game gets another year of development to be that much better. Yeah, it gives a, it's a good like it's a good business move because all those people they're gonna get a Switch. It's gonna sell Pokemon to a lot of people who don't even play Pokemon Go, but it's like oh shit, that Pokemon game's finally coming. I'll right. try it out. I'll get a Switch. I know I know so many people who are gonna buy a Switch for Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee. It's ridiculous. Yeah, man, actually was watching the trailer last night. He was like, "Fuck it, I'm getting a Switch." I'm getting the Switch. And then fell into the fat kid deals, you know, rabbit hole. But <laughs> now this is a good move. And then there's the game coming out next year. That's like the most important part. Yeah, I'm selfish. I didn't want to wait another year. Give them some time. This is this right. game is to development your time. Like rushing it's development. An appetizer, Chris. You should know about that. How long did all of us play Pokemon Go? A month? Two months? Yeah, but this half? is an RPG. And you, it's gonna have legit Pokemon battles though. At least, like at least, it's gonna have that. I'll give you that. It does have Pokemon battles. It it has fucking Pokemon couch co-op Pokemon battles. When I saw that, I was like, cool. I think maybe. No, it's not explicitly stated. Yeah, you can you can you and your friend can jump in and just mess up one dude for no reason, which is that's cool. I just need this. I need more detail in the game and how everything else works. Well, E3. Yeah. They're going to shove it down our throats, so. I hope so. All right. Convince me. So that's about all we have time for this week. Remember, you can follow us all collectively on Twitter and now Instagram at CheesyController without the last E. So that's C H E E S Y C O N T R O L L R. Cheesy Controller on Instagram and Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter because I deleted my Instagram at Anton6, the 3Xs, Madrid, SpeedwagonX, Chris, Jeff and Chris, Jalen, at Squid Bishop. All right. 
remember to like, subscribe, and share this to as many people as possible. If you know anybody else who's into gaming, because our listener base is really growing. If you know anybody else who'd be interested in a high-quality Atlanta-based gaming podcast, send them our way. Uh, Leave reviews on iTunes, because that's one way for us to get more listeners that we don't directly reach out to. And until next time, keep it cheesy. This has been a No It's Good production.